Welcome to Enchenyo and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. Today, we have a lovely guest. We have Radhavi Riyam. Hi, Radhavi. How are you? I am so great. Thank you. And I'm just delighted to be here with you, Maria. I'm loving her. I'm loving talking to her already, ladies. I was talking to her before we started the podcast, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. I'm like, Radhavi is a spirit-based healer. Radhavi, would you tell us a little bit more about yourself so everybody can get to know you? Okay. Well, you know, coming from a business background, and but always had the foundation of, um, you know, God. Where I'm going to use the word God. It's such a but that's the word that 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 it was. I learned about God in, in Sunday school, and it had it became a the the, the 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 golden cord in the tapestry of my life. So even do during my difficult years as a child growing up, that was the saving grace there, God. So I um I grew up in a large family in the mountain, uh, a, a, a mountain village in Jamaica. And um, I was, a, I was a, a breach and my mother went through three days of labor before the midwife actually pulled me out because wow. I, I, would, we would not, I would not be born. Both of us would have died. So that started the difficulties. I think my mother, my mother must have been in such fear of her life that um, in her ignorant state as a little girl, when I do anything that upsets her, she, t- she would tell me that I came to kill her. Oh, my God. That's a, major, that's a very major thing to tell a child, an innocent child who believes everything you say. And then my first memory of a major physical wounding was when I was two years old. Such a young age. It was a young age. And um, the nursemaid uh, lied about, you know, um, I didn't like malted milk. And my mother brought it in and threatened me if I didn't drink it. She was going to hang me by my tongue up from from the roof. (laughs) Wow. You know, you're scared. And so I didn't want it. So I gave it to the to the the maid to 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 drink and she did and my mother came to check and she took she lied to my mother and said I threw it threw it through the window so there was a lot of deceit there and my mother grabbed me beat me and locked me up in a storeroom 
So that created a major impact on, 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 on my young life. And so I withdrew from my mother and I, um, I withdrew from everyone. This, this hurt was very deep. And um, consciously, I don't know what the story is that I tell myself about me. Because when things happen, I want people to really understand, when things happen to you, wounds and trauma, you have a story in your, in your mind what it is about you that made it happen. Yes, self-blame. So, so it's, that is a major piece that we have to get through. So I felt I wasn't good enough, and I felt um, ins- very insecure. And um, and Brother so B, I grew up. Was, was that the, were you the only child? How was your relationship with your father, there with the rest nine, of the family? There oh. were nine of us in the family. And on top of that, I withdrew from everybody, and I felt very different. I knew I was different. They, they were just regular people. You know, and I felt this indigenous spirit that did not relate to anyone in the household. Just so I, I got, I got a lot of that feeling that connect with this indigenous spirit from, um, uh, from, from the workers, from the ordinary people. They are really spiritual people, and I would really hang on because I could feel the energy about them. And so they kept the aliveness of being indigenous in me. And that's the place that I'm coming to, I'm talking about I'm spirit-based healer, because I've always felt that sense of spirit in all things, in all things. So I got into business and I did very well, created my own business, and that was not enough because my, my soul was taking me in another direction. And so I walked away from, from my childhood. I, I had children and I never talked about my childhood. Nobody ever heard about my childhood because it's so deeply locked away. Can I and, ask you, at what age? Yes. You, live, you say you live in North Carolina now. So at what age did you move to North Carolina? Did you leave all your family behind? Did you go back? No, yourself? I was no, no, I was married then. <clears throat> I was married and I had three young children and we all came here together. Um my marriage needed to be over. Mm-hmm. We had a business here and I'm the one who took over the whole business. But our relationship we were, we were really two two different play two di- in two different ends of the spectrum and so i um when we sold the business i i knew i needed to leave and that's when i started to feel a sense of freedom really freedom <sighs> and uh <laughs> and, <Great> feeling <laughs> Yeah, it was a great feeling. And at the same time, spirit would guide me into doing certain things. I've always been intuitive. So spirit guided me while we had the business to go to massage school. I never had a massage in my life. I don't know anything about (laughs) it, but I followed. I'm a really good servant to the Holy Spirit. And um, I went to night school. Because that's what I could do. 
because I had the business. And then um, it was during that time that I had uh, my, my child, whom I walked away from, came and stood in front of me because I was going through this very deep, deep, painful relationship. You're talking about your inner child. My inner, yes, yes. thank you. My <laughs> inner child, my inner child came, and I thought, and she's looking in my eyes with such sadness, and I thought, I, I, I'm a shocked. I don't want to see you. I really don't want to see you. So just go away. And that happened for three weeks. And at that times I was angry. I yelled at her. But after three weeks, I knew that I had to connect with her. And I had no idea how to do it or how it's going to happen. So. What a feeling, huh? Because I said, I yes, I know I usually, need to. Yeah, usually we are out there trying to seek for our inner child. And I know. that wound and for her to appear in front of you, it's, it's powerful. Yes. Yes, very much so, and shocking. And so on the outer circle of my spiritual group, and there was a woman I heard who did a massage and some other things. And, I, and she's the only person I know who did other things because I was not exposed to any of these kind of things or the very spiritual base. And I called her and I said, you know, I want to connect. My child in me, I don't know if there's something you do. And she says, yes, this is one of the things I do. And I, I was shocked. I didn't know people did that. So I went to her one time and she said, this is going to be easy for you. Um, so I'm going to put you, to, you know, cover you up and have you settled. And I want you to breathe. And just the first thing that comes up to your mind, just let me know what it is. Immediately something came up. And I said to myself, this is something I've never talked about in my life. And you want me to tell you now, somebody I really don't know what it is that came up. These deep shame that I've been held, I clutched to and pretend, and I could remember them, but I couldn't ex express them to people. And there is other voice saying to me, if you are here, for something and you can't live without it. And here is the other side of me that says, I can't tell her. And finally, the other side that said, you, you're here for something, you have, you, you cannot live without it, was no one. And I told her, I said, you know, what came up for me is that I was sexually molested when I was five. Oh. And she wasn't shocked. And I thought, she is not shocked. And what happened when I spoke that, there was the acknowledgement of that <laughs> brought up the emotions for me. And then I got to understand because I was a very psychologically based person. I went home. And I realized, and this is the key that I really want people to know, the key to your inner healing is to connect the emotions to your memories. You have to feel it. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, you have to feel it. Body holds everything. And so for years, I went through these deep, deep emotions. And... Uh, 
And I gained a lot of wisdom from it. I gained a lot of wisdom. And so I, massage school ends now. And when I was in massage school, I had to close my eyes. I couldn't leave it open. And nobody said anything to me. Because I wasn't there about body work. I was there about the energy and the mm -hmm. feeling unknown to me. So it, the both of them came together at the same time. And I was now, I, I got, now I got, arrived at my soul's, soul's um, contract. And my, my gifts that I came into this world with, it's like a basket was handed to me. I became very empathic. I, I, I was able to see the blockages in people. I was able to hear it through what they tell me. And I have that shamanic tendency to be able to listen to them and to, to go under the hood to discover what it is that is happening to them. So those two things together always happen. So when I see the blockage, I could touch it. And I could start to feel the emotions of it. So as, a, as my soul's contract, I know I came in with lots of other experiences that made this so intensely easy for me. And, and that's what I have been doing. And uh, I've seen so many people change with having released their emotions. Brother B, can I ask you, when people come to you, are they on that verge of like, I don't know, real traumatic or anxiety or depression to that state that they know they need a change, that this is it, they, they can't take it anymore? Not necessarily showing that, but they know, they feel it. They say, are they here? I do. I hear you do in a child work, someone that comes to you. Or, you know, now offer 20 minutes complimentary guidance. So people, they're feeling out of sorts. What's going on in your life right now? You don't have to know anything about the past. Right now, what's going on? And I can guarantee them that what's going on in your present life has a reflection to something earlier on in mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. So, so another thing that happened is that the inner child has such a connection with me that I could... Um, Easily, I do that soul retrieval very easily. Find the child. They will speak to me. So I'm able to hear them. I'm able to. So another thing, I, I enter the wound of the client. It's something that happens. They don't go together alone in that emotion. There's something in me that feels that and be with them and support them so they can feel safe that they're not alone. Because sometimes this is very traumatic to people that they don't, they're afraid of going back to relive these things. So this is about reliving it in a very therapeutic, loving, sacred way. So, and then I, I make sure that the client is able to hear the child before it's important because they have to go back to go home and and we reparent that child. And can I ask you as an example, let's say if it's a person like such as yourself that was molested when you were five years old, how do you heal that inner child? I mean, it's such a traumatic experience. 
I I went through many different feelings about being lack. The lack, you know, I think I got some anger too, and um, and uh, it was it was like part of my wounding. It was like part of my childhood wounding that all wrapped up together in everything because the pain with my mother was very, very deep. Very, there was a lot more to it than what I just talked about and how it affected me. And the most important thing that happened is that person who, who um, molested me, I was able, they had a, they had a stroke because that was someone in my family and I was leaving, I was leaving the area and I, I know I had to go see that, see him because I understand he was failing. He had a stroke and he was in, 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 in a, in a, in a home. And uh, I went there and I had the most beautiful spiritual feeling I have I looked at him and I saw the essence. His essence was there instead of the egoic state. And I connected with that. And I held his hand. And my heart just said, I love you so much. And I know that it was over. It was finished for me when I could get to that space of my inner inner spirit to be able to do that. And it was a beautiful for me. I was. It was a beautiful ending for me, and hopefully it it supported him too. So, the most important thing is to heal. I do believe people should blame. You need to blame your cancer. Well, you know he was this way, so forgive. No. You are holding a pain. You have to let the pain go out through the way you feel or felt when these things happen to you. You you clear that veil first, and then you come to look at yourself because the forgiveness comes for you too because you've been the one holding the pain. Mm -hmm. And so you forgive yourself for having held it for so long and, and to make peace with it. So to me, there are different um, layers to healing. Well, that's a very powerful state to be in, to be able to forgive the other person and, and let go. I mean, because it's know. such a traumatic experience to go through, and especially at such a young age, as you said, it's like those things that were repressed, those memories that we leave back in our, the back of the back, the back, the back of our head, but they they represent on things, on relationships that we have with other people, and the kind of people that yeah. we we fall for, the relationship we have with ourselves, with with our family, with everybody. So it's subconsciously there in, and it represents in everything. Yes, absolutely. Lives. And it was a deep shame because, I mean, of all the things that I was holding, and that's the one that came up with a woman. And, um, and I look at it, he was 15 years old. He wasn't an old grown-up person. So I think whatever it is in my, in my heart that needed to be released was released because 
my journey is about holding on to the divine. Really, really. And I don't want to do that in any false way. Mm-hmm. But because of, of my deep love for spirit, I needed to be open and kind to myself by not leaving anything unattended within me. And that is the most beautiful thing because we're, we're doing the healing for the, the d- divine within ourselves so we can touch that divine spark that we are, the essence of our soul. We're not going to do that until we unveil all the things that happened to us. Do you so, reckon it's not only until we unveil everything? I mean, there's always life is so long. I mean, we, I can, be, we can have a spirituality in us and be, and be I mean, healed in, in certain things, not in everything, but I mean, life is going to, it's a continuous um, combinations of lessons, of experiences that we go through. Because we might heal something in our inner child, and then once we go older, something might happen again that, yeah, that we have to go and heal again. But I don't think that we have to be completely healed because I don't think we'll ever get there. Now, here's a beautiful thing. In my experience and in clients' experience, that once you start to heal the roots and unveil those things, life begins to change a bit. You begin to have more of an understanding. For instance, I'll have a client who comes in and said, you know, that person in my office is such an, I am so upset. I am, I, I, I am. I'm in such a judgment for this person, you know, I'm really unhappy that comes up. And after a session, I will say, I want to know what has happened to you since, since the healing. Says, oh, you remember that person in the office that told you I didn't like and was really, really bothering me? Doesn't matter anymore. I don't feel it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I mean, we go, we go through like healing little things, but I don't think we'll ever be completely healed. No, absolutely not. Even if you're awakened, there's always more as long as you're in the body. However, it becomes so much easier to yes. understand. Yes, that absolutely. Easier to understand. Easier to. Um, to let go because once we continue to unveil, what we're doing is we're breaking down our identification about what life is about. Mm-hmm. Our identity is about I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I'm too this, I'm too ugly, I'm the ugliest one in the family, or I need to go out and make enough money, I'm not making enough, and you know, I'm not successful enough because we're listening, we're living from the idea of what the material world has set in motion. Yeah. And, and once we start to unveil and, and we start to move from the separate selves, S-E-L-V-E-S, separate selves, we begin to, to have a, a more of an understanding um, to the outside world, more understanding to life. Life no longer comes at you. 
Life comes at you is when you fall apart, but life begins to come through you. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mean that things are changing out there, but things do change because of the way you view it. Yes. Because your identification creates what you see out there. So. Absolutely. Yes. Because sometimes yeah. the things that might be the same in front of you, but you feel them completely different because you finally let go of that feeling of that bothers me or there or whatever other people are doing. It's, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you anymore. It's their business and what you do is your business. That's right. Perspective is completely different. Rather be lovely conversation. I love hearing these things of people finding themselves, finding their inner child. I think it's so important to heal the inner child, especially because no matter what it is, it might not be something so dramatic that happened to us or something so, yeah, so harsh that happened to us. Sometimes it might be something so simple that my, our parents might have said to us, our brothers, our sisters, somebody in the family. And I think we all connect through that like everybody has a family we all do so there's a one way or another one when we heal something in ourselves with our family we kind of we feel we heal the collective as well absolutely so it starts well, well, yes 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 one of the things that i that i really want what would like to share is that in our innocence when all of these things happen to us we get we we, we withdraw or we get um, traumatized and we don't know what to do with the situation. We don't know what to do with the feelings. So that what we do, we tend have a tendency to lock it away. Sometimes we disassociate from it. We don't remember. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that it's not in the body. It's everything that happened with us is in the body. No yeah. sacred temple. Now, a lot of adults are the ones who are carrying these things. You know, you grow up and, and it's affecting you in your adult life. And this is the reason why adults need to really become aware that many times when they're having a, 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 a disturbed relationship or in their business or something's not going right, to stop and say, could there be something in me from my childhood that is affecting affecting my life and go find someone mm-hmm. to help you to go and get to the root of it because that's very very important we are looking to free the collective we are looking but the collective is freed first through us through yeah. our own free yes absolutely okay rather be so if anybody wants to get uh, get to know you better reach out to you where they can find you best Okay, my my website is very simple. It's Rada V. It's R A D A V I E dot net. Perfect. And, and on that page, I am I'm offering a twenty minute complimentary sacred conversation. You just get there, sign up, and it comes right to me. Perfect. And I'm happy to serve those who really want to walk a a path of more freedom. 
Yes, I love it. My favorite, favorite word in the world. So uh, thank you so much, Radhavi, for being here. Thanks for sharing your story. Uh, thanks for opening up and sharing so much about you. I, I, I love hearing people's stories and how they end up finding their passion and their true calling in life. And sometimes it could be something as traumatic as what one experience to make, help us see the light and help us see where we're going in the, in the direction that we need to go in this world. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much, for Maria, for having me. I really enjoyed spending my time here with you. So did I. Okay, sunshines. So uh, we'll see you next time. If you have any questions, just drop them in the comments. And, and if you have any comments as well, let us know. And I uh, will drop all everything in the thread so you can contact Brother V if you want to get to know her better, work with her. So we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.